0: Hi, I'm Katie Marquette, and you're listening to Born of Wonder. And here there is something more than just a transient experience.
1: It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the
0: paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. The mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. Hello and welcome to Born of Wonder. I'm Katie Marquette and on this podcast we explore anything and everything that inspires wonder and awe in the world. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in and for leaving reviews and sharing the podcast means so much to me so thank you so much for that. I I hope that you'll really enjoy today's episode because it was a lot of fun uh, to record uh, because I just got to sit down and chat with my very good friend, Miriam Soma, uh, who is a fellow lover of all things Scotland. Uh, So if we're talking about things that inspire wonder, Scotland tops the list for me. Um, The Scottish landscape, Scottish history, uh Scottish food I love myself a good shepherd's pie love whiskey all of it I think is amazing it's 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 just a transporting uh place for me I've been lucky enough to visit a few times and Miriam and I went together back in 2019 and uh as we as you'll hear us discuss a little bit in in the chat uh we met in graduate school and somehow discovered this shared of love of scotland which at the time was really motivated by a shared love of the book and tv show outlander <laughs> um not everyone's cup of tea i know it's a little heavy on the romance but it is a uh it's a historical fiction series about a a nurse from the 1940s who is transported back in time and meets a very handsome and uh a brave Highlander named Jamie Fraser and uh, she she of course falls in love with him and uh, also falls in love with uh, the life that she has there and even amidst all the turmoil of the Jacobite rebe- rebellion and everything that's going on in Scotland has to make some tough decisions about even if she wants to try to get back to the 20th century and um, if you like history you'll love it and um, and I do think that uh, that that it actually portrays a very beautiful love story, a very sacrificing love story, a complicated one for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's a great story, I think. But it it, uh, it also it's one of those books I bring up as one like, I think everybody probably has a list like this of books that are not, you know, they aren't classic literature or anything like that, but they remind you of why you love to read when I pick up a good historical fiction book or something like that, and I'm just really transported uh, into this other world. I'm just sort of reminded of the power of storytelling, and um, and this is, this is one of those stories for me, and it maybe most importantly introduced me to a lot about um, what I love about Scotland, and... Uh, as we were chatting, we realized that one of the things that we really, really admire and appreciate is is this amazing, rebellious, strong spirit that is alive and well in Scotland up to this day. Uh, you think about just sort of this incredibly extreme climate, uh, the fact that they had to fight and still have to fight to preserve so much of their culture. There, there's a fighting spirit in Scotland and it, it's palpable. It's, it really is. So this chat was an opportunity for us to reminisce and share with you uh, what we did on our trip and give you some advice uh, if, you, if you're planning a trip there yourself and also um, just talk about what it is about Celtic history, Celtic culture, and specifically Scottish culture that inspires so much wonder for us. Um, And one of the things that I wanted to include here was some of the soundtrack from Outlander, which is whether you like the show or not, I think you're gonna love the soundtrack. Um, I'm going to just have a little bit in in the show, Uh, all credit to Bear McCreary. Uh, just an amazing soundtrack. I'll put a link in the show notes. And I will also put lots of links in the show notes to things we discussed, including <laughs> some things that we weren't quite sure of, how to pronounce, things like that. Um, and I did want to say that I made uh, a little mistake when I was talking about how you get to Arthur's Seat. I said you take a right down by Blenheim Palace. I don't know where that came from. That's in England. <laughs> I meant Holyrood, uh, Holyrood Holy House, Holyrood Palace uh, at the end of the Royal Ma- Mile. That's what I'm referring to. Um, so I hope this is fun. I hope it's um, you feel like you could just pour yourself uh, a dram of whiskey and join in on on the chat with us, and uh, and that it's inspiring. Um, I'm releasing this this podcast episode on February first, which is Saint Bridget's Day, uh, which is a, a liminal day in in um, Celtic culture. She was an Irish saint, and actually she was my saint of the year uh, last year for 2021. You know how you can do those. Uh, Saint of the Year generators. I got Saint Bridget, um, and she was the patron of um, of children and expecting mothers, which at the time was was very appropriate for me. And February first is also um, my mother's, my my late mother's birthday, so that means a lot to me. If you could say a prayer for Barbara, uh, that would be much appreciated. But um, this day represents the start of, of spring in Ireland, believe it or not. Not officially, but sort of just this sort of uh, passage of time. We know that, that that spring is on the way, and St. Bridget's Day has always been a day to celebrate that. It's sort of an in-between day. So uh, I thought it was appropriate to release it, uh, release this chat about Scotland and Celtic things on on St. On Bridget's Feast Day. So I hope you enjoy uh, and uh And I I wish you wish you spring on the way. Not too soon, though. You you know I've I've been loving the winter, so so not quite there yet. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cheers, Slancha. Enjoy. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to have my very good friend, Miriam Soma, uh, who I met uh, in graduate school at Georgetown, probably the best thing to, the only good thing to come out of that program. Uh, we, have, we have some mixed feelings about our time there, but um, she is a, just a such a fun, lovely, smart person, and I'm so glad that uh, we are friends and also that we randomly both share this <laughs> borderline obsession with uh, Scotland and all things Celtic. Uh, she works for Orthodox Christian Charities. And uh, so sometimes on this podcast, I will just say in passing, oh, you know, one of my friends, she's Orthodox and things are this way in their church. And uh, that's what I'm talking about. That's Miriam. So um, she agreed to to uh, chat with me today just about all things Scotland. We've both got a little dram of uh, whiskey wearing our tartan. I'm getting really hot. So I'm going to ditch my tar- tartan blanket shawl situation. Um, but Miriam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me, Katie. I'm very much looking forward to this Been looking forward to it all day. (laughs) Any, any chance to talk about all things Scotland and our trip, I could do it for hours.
0: Oh, I know. And, um, I mean, it's, it's sort of inauthentic to our friendship right now that we are not talking in really, really bad British accents, but, uh, I I don't know if I want to put listeners through that right off the bat, but you know, maybe later, but uh, um, so I I have always, I was trying to think back sort of to my Scotland obsession. And I don't know if it was, it wasn't always Scotland. I always loved just sort of Celtic things. I always loved Celtic music and fiddle music. And um, I am Irish. Um, I'm much more German than Irish, but I, I identify with those Irish roots. Um, I did do a lot of hiking and traveling in Ireland, But it wasn't uh, until later on uh, that I discovered this love of Scotland. And honestly, I think it was through Outlander. Um, (laughs) Like, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think that was it.
1: Yeah, I mean, similar to you, I've always, for absolutely no reason, because as you know, I have probably... Zero point zero zero percent anything. So you, anything. And you're
0: you're Lebanese, Native American, um, but no Scotland. So
1: I'm yeah, I'm loving yeah, no Scotland, <laughs> no England, no Ireland. And I've always been super into that stuff. I mean, all of it from the music, of course, like the bagpipes the drums and all of that to the dancing, like river dancing, I've always loved, you know, just Wales, I've just loved it when I've seen like the scenery. So I there hasn't been any sort of real reason to it, but I've always just been in love with it, especially the bagpipes all that kind of stuff um and then it was yeah it was a outlander for me that solidified that love for scotland specifically and was the reason for my first trip with my mom and then my second trip with you and i think that is something yeah we discussed in um grad school i guess it came up somehow and then we started to watch Outlander together. And then there we
0: go. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think I don't know. Just, we, we just like, I, you just knew about me that like this vibe of Outlander, you were like, Katie, do you watch this show? And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. But I had actually read um, the first, I think two books when I was a teenager. Right. Um, so I remembered right. liking the books. I always liked historical fiction a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. So I really liked the books, but I hadn't revisited them at all. So it was really exciting to reread the books and then the show and everything like that. And, uh, I mean they're they're fun. I never know how fully Chris, Chris the other day I think it was like a trivia question that we were playing around with and the category it was like, it was about outlander and i was like oh historical fiction he's like so you mean romance right i'm like no it's historical fiction um there are some there are some steamy love scenes which i know are not certainly um, they aren't everybody's cup of tea but you can certainly um you know skip by those if you don't like them um but i think that i did learn a lot about the history of scotland and the clans and um bonnie mm-hmm. prince charlie and um lots right. of uh and
1: rebellion the whole yeah, thing, yeah
0: yeah and you actually we didn't do this on our trip but you went to culloden you went to the battlefield yeah, you know, um, which i know you said was like a really emotional experience actually
1: yeah it was and like i said like no tie you know in terms of family or anything like that but i we went and i mean and imagine it was, it was cold that, you know, misty, cold, freezing, but silence, this eerie silence that was there that I haven't really experienced much in any other place. And there were people, but this, this silence and, uh, yeah, for both my mom and I, it was emotional. And I mean, I, I don't want to say I bawled, I didn't, but I, you know, we got, we teared up and because just like in the show, they do have those stones there that have the clan members' names and things like that on them. And of course, on the clan Fraser one, there's, rosaries all over it and things like that. That's obviously popular because of Outlander. Um, And so that was, yeah, it was super emotional and it was an amazing thing to to see. You can just think back to what happened there, which you know, becomes vivid because of the show um, because the show does show, like, go into that. Um, And so you just think about that and think of how terrible it was more like a massacre than that
0: yeah, yeah yeah it definitely yeah, gave yeah. me some mixed feelings about you know because i love my uh british monarch biographies but then i have there some I, and you know i love queen victoria but i have some mixed feelings <laughs> now after the highland clearances and everything just some mixed emotions but um yeah yeah so uh i was thinking back to when we were planning our trip to scotland i remember we we went out for drinks that night and we were just like we're gonna do it like we're gonna just make it happen it was sort of a you unique time in both of our lives where we were free and able to do that. and uh, you did a lot of the planning because you had been relatively recently with your mom, Um, but we basically, how were we there for five, six days or was it a full week? I can't quite remember.
1: Um, I I wanna say it was almost a full, it might've been five or six days,
0: yeah. But um, I'll have to, I have somewhere on my phone like a map of like where we went and it's just ridiculous because we just traversed the entire country. We rented a car. God bless Miriam for doing the driving. Um, I was way too scared. I see Fiona. (laughs) Yes, yeah, Fiona, our our trusty vehicle that was definitely not meant to be driving over some of those potholes out in the Scottish Highlands. But we, so we met up, I had been uh, in Italy with another friend uh, named Mary, which is very confusing to people when I tell them about this trip, because I was like, I was with Mary and then I met up with Miriam, And then they're like, so wait, what? So anyway, I met up with you in Edinburgh, um, which is an amazing city, uh, and Harry Potter Beautiful. fans will love it uh, because J.K. Oh, yeah, Rowling oh, yeah. wrote uh, wrote at least the first book there. And, uh, there's a cafe yeah. you can go to, and we went to the graveyard where you could see some of the names. Uh, there's a Voldemort grave, or no, not Voldemort. Tom Riddle is a grave. Right? Tom
1: Riddle, there's McGonagall, there's a whole bunch of these names that kind of stand out to you. <laughs> yeah pretty cool. And
0: I we yeah. I remember we were just walking down like the street uh the the main the main is it's is the Royal Mile where, because there's basically Royal a Mile. castle at right. each end of the city which in and of itself makes it an amazing city that it's just sort oh, of yeah. has two castles there. um and i remember we walked by and there was just a guy with like a giant owl named guinevere uh do you remember that oh right that's right (laughs) and we were like (laughs) Dizzy's like do you want to hold her and we're like okay so we have some great random pictures of that event um but yeah (laughs) but i just love that city what what about edinburgh to you like is so like what what speaks to you about it
1: uh so i'm really not a city person i typically would i i Tend to prefer the countryside, you know the hills, the mountains, things like that. But Edinburgh is special. There is so much history there. Um, there's all of this. Sorry, my screen. Uh, all the Gothic architecture. I love. I love how it stayed old. You know, it's old and it stayed old. Um, so they kept a lot of the character to it, and I feel like you go there and it sort of just takes you back in time. You feel like you know Queen Mary could be like coming by. You know. Um Absolutely. And so that. Yeah, and so I really enjoyed that, and then. Um, And really what I think of when I think of it is our, um, tour of Edinburgh castle. That was, um, that was pretty cool. I mean, being in the room where Queen Mary gave birth, was like, (laughs) just,
0: yeah, that was crazy. I I actually just ordered a Queen Mary biography, so I will uh, get back to you on that (laughs) one. But, um, yeah, I remember, yeah, we were just like, so she was here and we went to, um, St. Margaret's, uh, chapel, uh, St. Margaret of Scotland. Um, and, uh. And I remember while we were there, they did like a cannon blast. Remember that? They were practicing. Yeah, that was quite scary. Yeah, that that kind of took us off guard. But yeah, (laughs) I think that that, it is like a city that really allows you to be really immersed in history. Like you really, um, you feel the history there. It's palpable. There's like an energy to the city. Uh, and everything seems, uh, yeah, it's very preserved. Like it's a beautiful old medieval style city. Um, and we also did a great hike, which I recommend to anybody going to Edinburgh, which is called Arthur's seat. Uh, if you, if you Google it, you'll find directions how to get there. As I recall, it's right by Blenheim palace. And then you kind of take a right. And then you, uh, are kind of on your way up the hill. And, uh, it's, it's a trek though, as, um, Miriam was a little surprised. She was like, Oh, we're going on a walk. And we, we're going on a walk
1: oh yeah it was rough i mean was it wasn't it a few hours it was a couple hours hours. you had to get to the
0: quote unquote top but you get there and it's sort of like it's like the hills you see in the highlands but it's right next to the city so you're kind of scale up the hill and then you have this amazing view with um the sea to one side the city on the other the sort of amazing Scottish rough winds are blowing and um you know all it's the beautiful. all the grass, the tall grass is like waving in the yeah. sun. That that's one thing I love about that area too is like the clouds are so low and then like the light will peek through and there's this very specific like golden light underneath cloudy sky that is just really yeah. Magical, um, and then you will shimmy your way down, which was hard for Miriam with her knees. That was
1: horrific. Yeah, I thought I was, you know, I I don't know, I thought I could do it, and my knees were just cracking. (laughs) The rest of the time, I had some issues. So that because it was so down, it was so steep downhill. So it didn't feel like a gradual, you know, getting down back to the bottom. It was quite steep.
0: It was like you like were skiing without skis. Yeah, you were just kind (laughs) of plummeting down. Yeah.
1: Exactly, it was like a shock to yeah. my knees. I got to get, I totally got to get into
0: my mountain goat mode just kind of yep. really get there. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then totally
1: worth it. We had that heavy, what was it like a stew or something? Yes, that's why I was Absolutely. just gonna bring up. We
0: went right yeah. right after that, which is one of the best things about traveling in Scotland with the rough weather. Um, is to then you you go get pints or a whiskey and uh and some stew and as I recall the bar was haunted supposedly which a lot of places right. in Edinburgh are uh, supposedly so again with all that history still there um but yeah we had some amazing stew we had some pints and after like a full day where you're just being blasted by that wind and hiking and walking the city there's really yeah. nothing better than that um, yeah. Totally agree. And we did do some whiskey tasting while we were there. They have like this amazing, I don't, it's like the world of whiskey, like type place next to the castle, but I don't think we actually went there. We went to a bar. Um, right. And yes, right. they had, you know, just amazing selection. Cause I remember opening my phone and was making a list of the ones that we liked on the way. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we had our couple days in the city and then, uh, then we were, we were off, off to, uh, we decided, you know, over the sea to sky, we were gonna get. We were somehow going to get to sky, which is, if you look at a map, it is not close to Edinburgh. It's yeah. not. Um, I think it took us ten hours to get there to drive there. Yeah,
1: it was something like that. Yeah, it was an entire. That was an entire day. It was a full
0: driving. day. Um, with some scary driving in. Uh, the city but kind of like once you got out there at least weren't any other cars but then you would have to deal with a lot of potholes random turns um you know uh, roads ending
1: just just random roads ending, ending. signs
0: that say like cars coming the other way with no way to avoid them like just sort of just Inexplicable.
1: Weak bridge. Weak bridge. Yeah, weak bridge. You're about to cross it, but it's weak. weak. So you might make
0: it, but you might not. you might not. You might not make it. So um yeah, it's sort of just like a risky. <laughs> um but we stopped. I can't even remember the name of the town, but if you watch Outlander, you will know the scene where oh, um Walter. what is it?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: What's it called? Falkirk. or the, Falkirk.
1: It's, it's okay. like Falkirk, Falkland. I'm not entirely, okay. I, but it's something like that. Cause my mom and I went the first time as well. And that's supposed to be, it plays Inverness on uh, in the show. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it's supposed to be Inverness, but it's this tiny town. That's not that far from Edinburgh. Really. It was sort of on yeah, route. Exactly. Um, and uh, that's where you see in like the first episode, Jamie is like standing. We still, I don't know. You've read more of the books than I have. We still okay, don't know. not know. He's like a ghost. <laughs> he sees Claire. Um, anyway, it's like a very iconic scene. Frank sees him. Yes, yes, yes. And then
1: thinks he's, you know, you know, cheating on him or something. Right, and yeah. was really like, no he like, so like, so did Juby Day
0: Highlander's in the war? Yeah, it was like, and we still don't know what happened, but it's a nice scene and yeah. you can go there and stand there. And we both pretended to be Jamie gazing gazing into the distance and there's also a scene in the show where claire walks by a window and she's talking about this vase and how she like wants the vase but she's so like i remember she she's a wandering soul you know she she can't get the vase whatever she's very pensive claire um but but you can walk by that shop pretend to be claire in public like we did and then um we found a nice cafe where they gave us some it was a traditional scottish thing and i'm blanking on the name
1: was it the pie? Oh, I'm not see now I'm gonna confuse it with when I went with my mom. No, <laughs> it was, do you
0: remember? Oh. It was like mash. No, I don't it was that. the mash stuff. whatever that? It was like Yeah. Okay. Like I, corned beef and mash yes, or something like that. Yes, what like was that? it? Oh my gosh. I have a Scottish mash. Oh man, it's I have to I have to find this. What is it?
1: And there also happened just happened to be, you know, these life-size cutouts of Jamie and Claire. Yeah, so we were <laughs> so not the first. Knows.
0: We were not the first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: anyway. And we kept seeing throughout the whole trip these like pairs of two women. And, and of course, <laughs> what were they doing there? Exactly what we were yeah, doing Yeah, we were exactly. like, there
0: we go. Just a different version <laughs> of us. Yep. Two, That's right. There That's we are. Right. Yep. Yeah, well, any, <laughs> I, don't, I can't find what the name of it is, but maybe somebody listening knows that it's like, it's like a traditional like corned beef mash situation. It was, it was very something
1: in No, I don't they had a lot of and yeah,
0: <laughs> another great like cold weather, just everything there's like so warming and just comforting. Um so we had that. We also went to uh the castle that is Lally Brock in the show. Um which is yes, Mid-Hope Castle. Midhope, okay which is also very close to edinburgh so if you're there and you if you're just in edinburgh and you're like an outlander fan and you want to do a little tourism like you can without driving all the way to sky like we did um because or, or the all these yeah.
1: places were supposed to be the highlands and they're not really right yeah they're down there they're around edinburgh so
0: yeah so they're pretty close and the castle i mean nothing's there i mean i think i've seen on social media that maybe they've been you know somebody's trying to take advantage of the tourism going on there to have like more of like a setup but um as of right now oh, you just okay. like pay a couple pounds at this like random guy there <laughs> and then you can walk around this sort of ruin of a yeah. castle and take ridiculous photos like we did. I have a, a great video of Miriam basically in tears <laughs> um hugging this castle. So she does get very emotional. <laughs> nice.
1: I was nostalgic. I was because a uh, prior a previous year when I went with my mom is when I got we think some sort of a mild, very mild, minor type of concussion because I was so excited about the castle that I hugged it yes. too hard. Too hard, yeah. And yes. my, my head bumped it. So <laughs> when I went back a year later, I decided to give it a little softer hug. Yeah, it was it similar. Was
0: yeah. <laughs> and you also have to picture this whole time, um, whether or not you watch the show, you should. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Maybe I'll play it throughout the episode here. Um, the The soundtrack by. Bear McCreary, that's his name, right? Okay. Um, amazing sound. Like, it's an amazing sound. Oh, yeah? It's beautiful.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: uh, we had this blasting like 24 hours a day. And so, as I'm filming Miriam, I have like a very emotional bagpipe soundtrack going so yeah. that was just sort of the
1: emotional mood of the whole thing
0: yes yeah it really set the mood for everything mm-hmm. um <laughs> so again remember this is all in one day this uh Falkirk, yeah. the, the castle and then off we go we get sort of a bit more into the highlands and that's when we go to uh dalwini distillery which was a real highlight yes. for me i'm drinking some of the last bit of dalwini that i have um and it's like When we got there too, it was like covered in fog and mist and like, it was very sort of ethereal looking. And uh, we were just a couple people there because it's really in the middle of nowhere. Like you have to, it's in the middle of their
1: big um, national park the care norms yes. national park or whatever. So it's just right in the middle and there's yes. not really a way. I mean, you almost like stumble on it because it's not.
0: Yeah. Fine. We, we yes. hadn't planned on going there. We just like saw signs and we're yeah. like, we should stop, you know, we're trying to break up this 10 hour drive. So, Right. <laughs> so yeah, we stopped right, right. and uh, we got an amazing tour. Um, you learned, we learned a lot about whiskey there, especially about um, like, maybe if you aren't like a huge like scotch fan you might not like the the peat which is the smokiness they smoke them with peat and they're like different levels and then the 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 coldness uh really affects and this is the coldest distillery doll winning was the coldest distillery i remember in scotland yeah. um which has a big effect on the taste um but we both loved it and they gave us which i thought was great um with the tasting they gave us a little chocolate which was like really oh, yeah. cool a cool way to taste whiskey so um
1: we Perfect. did that,
0: which yeah. was really fun. And then I can't believe it, but after that, we probably had five more hours of driving.
1: Yeah, we did. Even Yeah, I, I mean, at least. I mean, at least to get yeah. to the... To the bridge, to the yeah. awful bridge that you have to cross. Yeah. So why don't all- you why don't
0: you describe why don't you describe like our entrance when we finally are like okay we're almost well first of all we'd almost been like run over many times we like passed illegally by accident a truck on like a mountain road on took our life to our hands guardian angels were working overtime here uh, <laughs> and uh, but when we approach this bridge that will get us to sky um, how would you describe when we when we saw this bridge.
1: Well, that's the thing. We saw it from a far away with you know, tiny lights on it, thinking there's no way this bridge is actually that high up above the water. I mean, you really had to go high. We're already at a high altitude, and you had to just go even higher. Um, and mind you, other side of the road, not used to driving on the other side of the road, and it's you know, two tiny lanes, so cars coming your direction, you're going their direction. Good luck if anybody messes up. You're just going to go into that water. So we were, I believe we were um, repeatedly uh, like pa- in a panicky way praying.
0: Um, yeah, I was, I, I was praying, Mary. Mary, you were, pr- I don't pray. know what you were praying, but we were, we, there was a lot of prayers going on. Um, so, <laughs> because we did not know if we were, and at this point it was pitch black too, because remember we have been driving all day. Uh, and then we also, we were like starving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we did make it across uh, by the grace of God. <laughs> yeah and
1: And, uh then when we one one restaurant
0: (laughs) yes it was like i i remember you were like is that a mirage because we see this one sign for like one restaurant in like the black absolute blackness of sky and we're like and i'm like pull in pull in and uh that was another amazing meal um just out of like exhaustion and and so cold again so i think I remember like pasta. I know we had red wine. We were just like huddled like over this food. I, yeah. I needed
1: the wine. We were tired. Oh. We were tired. We were, we had been scared. I mean, I think it was like full exhaustion. So we needed that break to continue. I think we drove for like four more hours.
0: <laughs> so we need, <laughs> because we break. thought, we thought we were wrapping up. We thought we were like almost yeah. done. Um, But little did we know that we still had a solid like hour and a half two hours to drive into where we were staying the airbnb we had gotten which was out of town of like the one town on sky which is um port portree port um yes. is that right yeah yes, yes. Portree, and uh so that's like the one town and it's a lovely little town but it's a tiny tiny town um and we just drove right through that and we're like into the dark oh it starts raining at this point as it often does in scotland oh yeah And then we finally find the Airbnb, which is like a little cottage on the water. You know, I'm sure it's lovely in the daylight, but it looks terrifying in this pitch black, you know, soaking wet rain. And then we get inside and everything there is like it it hadn't been cleaned. Like it was like somebody left in a hurry and, you know, just hadn't cleaned anything. And uh, so we were like,
1: like, yeah.
0: yeah, so we were like, well, obviously we can't stay here but we also couldn't get a hold of anyone you know with no service anything exactly. middle of the night basically so we just left and then <laughs> um why don't you describe our night ne- what did we do next we went we went back to town
1: we went back to town and we were just trying to find i mean imagine imagine this is the only town really in the isle of sky well the first one you get to i'm sure you have to go to the opposite side of the of the aisle to get anywhere else um, so We go there and, you know, we're two girls just looking for like a room that night so we can just figure it out what we're going to do the rest of the time we're there. And of course, you know, we go somewhere, they had no room and I, there were like two men trying to like talk us into going somewhere else randomly on the side of the the road um and then eventually we did find we found some sort of inn or something
0: yeah so i mean it was literally like you have to remember like i think in the era of like cell phones and things like that we just like take a lot of things for for granted but like there was like no service here nothing was open so i mean we were literally knocking on doors like you know i mean like please do you have any rooms and we did finally find like a hostel type situation where we got one room for the night um but while we were there, we were like, well, this is kind of like overpriced for what it is. So we did some research and we found a lovely B and B that we moved it to the next day for the remainder of our time uh, in Sky uh, with a with a very nice Scottish lady named Joan Ann. And uh she was just like you know i don't know like molly weasley grand but like grandmotherly type you know like just so welcoming and warm and like giving us snacks and treats and so she was the best host for our time on sky for sure yeah Um, yeah
1: and it was a cute home it was her home too so it had this homey feel where you kind of saw what it was like to like i'd be living a little for a few days in a scottish style home right there in sky where the view was the water i mean she had an amazing view you could see the rainbows after it would rain and it was beautiful right there yeah
0: yeah and i was like i would live here joan ann if you are giving up your (laughs) joan ann are you taking permanent lodgers because i'm not leaving um (laughs) very (laughs) tempted um and so you know we only had a couple days in sky like i mean you know In a perfect world we this whole trip would have been like month you know because each of these places deserve and you need more time but like you know it is what it is and you can definitely make the most of it which i feel like we did um and so one of the great things i mean i would recommend anybody on sky go to the old man of store uh Do the hike and do the whole hike, you know, get all the way up because you arrive and you'll, you'll see, you know, maybe a lot of tourists, there'll be a lot of people, but they kind of stick to the first part of the hike a lot of times. Um, And then once you get higher and higher and higher, when you actually get all the way up to the rock, that is the, the quote unquote old man, um, there's like, there were like, what, like <laughs> there were like two like German, like very intense looking like German hikers were the only other ones up there. Like we had the place to ourselves, that's but, um, I think for both good. of us, that was like one of our favorite memories of the trip.
1: That's, uh, like I, I told you recently, that's one of those things that, um, if I'm having a bad day or I'm feeling super nostalgic for Scotland on Sunday, I close my eyes and that's what I done. I picture that light you were talking about earlier that you only see there that you only see there because the clouds are so low and that light comes in and then how it would reflect off the water we would see at the bottom and then that feel almost like you're on top of the world and it's the most clean air you could breathe it was so fresh so so invigorating it was it was beautiful it was beautiful and I just I close my eyes and I I'm right there I'm there I'm smelling it I'm feeling it and to me that's just like a, yeah. I don't know that's that's a high point in my
0: life. I think That's amazing. Yeah, I, I I similarly will will uh, mentally go there very often because I think we really I'm really glad that we took the time to just we like you know we did the hike and we like took our time with it and stopped a lot and we would take pictures and stuff like that but we also just like we would just sit there and like look and at in. things and those are the the mental images are. The ones I think of, you know, just when we were sitting at the top there and I just that panoramic scene and yeah, that wind and, and we experienced in true Scottish fashion, uh, like six different seasons, like on this couple hours hike, um, because I know it rained at one point, it was like the sun was out, it was cloudy, it was windy, it was everything. um, And you like these big open plains and like locks in the distance, like everything is just so like such high drama in Scotland, like everything is yeah, just. Nice um the the everything is extreme you know and and i you felt that um and yeah it was so invigorating it was so like really feeling alive and we did do a whiskey toast on our way up we had some whiskey with us and uh we did we did a toast on our way up which is one of my favorite memories best place of course to have have a dram uh right out hiking in sky it really didn't get any better than that so but that's not the only thing we did in sky we did do a few other i mean Gosh, we, now I'm thinking about it. Like, we really did pack it in um, because we went oh, we to Talisker. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So do you remember, I remember that drive there too was also a bit dicey to get to Talisker. It was on the day when it just downpoured rain, which you should prepare for if you go to Scotland. Someday you might just be rained out. So mm-hmm. that could be a good distillery day, which is what we decided. Um, And... Uh, yeah, I remember we didn't like Talisker Risky quite as much as Dalwini, but it was also very good.
1: Yeah, it was also good. And they had all the different ones, like with, with the tasting, every different one went with like the specific chocolate that was supposed to be paired with it and things like that. So that was kind of cool. But I think it was a different experience in Dalwini because um, it, it was crowded. Do you remember that? It was quite packed and it it didn't have that same feel. At Talisker that it, it was though. crowded, Yeah, yeah. And in Dalwini, it kind of felt like we were a small, intimate group that had, you know, almost like a this very personalized tour of the place. And Talisker was like, okay, everybody's here type of thing. So it was also It was cool. also like a was- rainy
0: day. Yeah, it was a rainy day on Sky. So I think any tourist on Sky, that was like one of like three things to do. So right, exactly. if you weren't out hiking. So um, yeah. they definitely were all there. But that was, I, I would recommend that though, while you're there. Um, and then there's this. What do we know? The name of the bridge now, right? The bridge that we were so enamored with.
1: Yeah, I just don't know that we. Let me look it up (laughs) real quick. It's like yeah, I know. Maybe like the
0: pronunciation might be. Um. Okay, bridge, famous bridge in sky because I see it in like photos all the time. Um. So other people were equally drawn to. to this bridge, as we were,
1: uh, well, it's spelled like it's that, but I'm sure that's ooh, not how
0: you yeah, it. I see it.
1: I'm not sure how you say it. I'm gonna remember put it Jonah in the M. show notes.
0: Um, okay. but it's spelled, <laughs> yeah, Joan Ann would say things, oh, yeah, you went over to the blah blah blah. blah. We were like, what? And are like, whoa, I guess that's where we were. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, she- <laughs> so. I'm going to spell it out for you. It's S L I G A C H A N Old Bridge, okay? So, it's a beautiful bridge um and, in Sky and uh we just <laughs> we were just driving past it. Also, this was on the pouring rain day. And we just parked the car and sort of inexplicably, like we were possessed, uh, just ran (laughs) across the bridge in the pouring rain, laughing like maniacs, um, also holding out the phone, blasting (laughs) the Outlander soundtrack. (laughs) <laughs> with this sort of the bridge goes over this river so the river's raging it's pouring and we are just laughing I mean like you would have thought that we were just like had had a lot of a lot of whiskey but I think this was even before the distillery I don't think we had had a single yeah. one no
1: we were fine we, we were totally fine yeah just and just the wind could have gotten in <laughs> yeah
0: And that was another moment, I think, just where the extremeness, you know, the the weather, everything, it's just like, you just feel so, so alive there. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that's another one of my favorite memories. I would like play the audio of like one of our videos, but it's just nonsense. I mean, it's because it's the music blasting and that's like our hair, like whipping. Maybe I'll like put up a video when I like end up posting this, uh, (laughs) this (laughs) podcast, just to say like, uh, yeah, that. This is what it looked like, <laughs> like without the sound yeah. on. Um, but we had a great time. I'm trying was there I know we went we did a lot in the town and stuff like that, but um yeah. uh the old man of store was really the big hike we did while we were there. Yeah.
1: That was like that was the biggest that was the main attraction for me in Iowa Sky. That was the biggest and that bridge because yeah. of our. So and too. That but, <laughs> and <that bridge.
0: laughs> Yeah, and uh after so I mean again like sky if you do take the trouble to get there, you know, maybe stay longer than we did. I wish we had more time. Um yeah. but we were uh we were off to the next had to pack it in. We went on the the Harry Potter train. Uh was the yeah. you know the famous scene um of course uh with the smoke blowing and everything like that. Uh which I mean like I'm glad we did. I don't think it's like a must to do Um, also because we had already been in sky and driven through all the highlands. So like we had really seen these views like up close and then this was sort of like cramming between other people like over, you know, the window. So, I mean, it was cool to like do it. And, um, but the train itself is really nothing special. It's actually like an old train. Like you're just kind of on it. Um, There's no trolley with uh, (laughs) any special streets or anything no um, but, uh, do you remember the town it took us to?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, um, where we got out, yeah, uh malague again, okay. I might say that wrong, but it's m a l l a i g right It's like on the water, and it felt to me like the coldest place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Cool. But it was cool. Yeah, yeah. We had
0: like a nice lunch there, and then you yeah. hop back on the train, and then you go back. So I mean, it was you know, yeah. it was nice. But our drive to uh to, to get the train, we because the train left at like, you know, nine a.m. or something, and we were like four hours away. So we left at the crack of yeah. dawn with an adorable lunch packed by Ann for us. Um, and so that drive like th- out of Sky through the like, the Northern Highlands there with the sun coming up. That in and of itself was like a highlight for me. That was
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, and is that
1: when we went through Glencoe, or was Glencoe after? That
0: was after the train, and I mean that was amazing. So then, yeah, then we went, kept going down because we end, we're ending our uh, our trip in um, Glasgow, Glasgow, (laughs) Glasgow. I I even forget the name because I just like didn't like it (laughs) that much. after edinburgh you're like what is this place um but we drove through glencoe which we both want to just go back and stay in glencoe you know just base ourselves there because we saw some inns and things like that um but this park i mean is it's unreal like the drive glencoe i think and we saw the the three sisters which are these these hill mountains um you can hike around there we didn't have time to do that but we stopped and took a lot of ridiculous photos um (laughs) and some beautiful photos um but for me like the highlands like just like feeling like uh like in like you're just like in this valley you know what i mean like i just love that feeling
1: uh, same. You feel that you're surrounded by the, you feel so tiny. We felt so tiny. You're just surrounded by this immense nature all around you. And it's, it's the, uh, I mean, there's there, I don't know that there are words for it. It's a feeling, it's a feeling you get. And I've shown so many people like pictures of that, of that particular part where we were. And it just, I mean, yes, they see them and they love them, but nothing does it justice. It's like, you just, you got to be there sitting in it, feeling that, feeling of, I am in the middle of absolute nowhere, surrounded by these beautiful mount, like majestic mountains, you know? Um, and I mean, I could have spent hours there. I could have, I, I think there was a King's Inn or King's Hotel or something like that, that was near there that we went by. And we were like, we're coming back and we, yeah. one day and we're going to stay here. It was just phenomenal. I mean, and the thing is, it wasn't too far away from Fort William, which tells you that it's not like you know, that far away from being in in civilization, because this certainly felt like middle of nowhere. So, um, but it was like, the feeling is incredible.
0: Yeah. So then it was a bit of like a downer, honestly, after that sort of um, sublime Wordsworthian moment in the hills to then go into uh, Glasgow, which is not a super aesthetically, you know, nothing, nothing you know particular about it i'm sure it has it's you know if you're like from there and you know it i'm sure it has its redeeming things but it's no edinburgh and it's certainly no Highlands. so both of us were just like and also all the people we were we were so we were so like antisocial after our time on sky and out in the highlands we just like we we did not love it, and also I think we were both so bummed that we were leaving. So uh, it yeah, was we like, definitely were. <laughs> we were just in denial and ready to drive back out into the highlands. But um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, you drove me to the airport, and then I know you you left. Uh, I think you had one more night maybe than I did, or or just you left. No, I think I just day. had a few
1: more. Yeah, I had a few more hours, I think. So what I wanted to do was drive an hour away to Edinburgh and just get as much time as I could there. But I was afraid I would be cutting it close, So, yeah, I did, yeah. Stay. I did end up seeing uh, this church. They have a, it's like a cathedral. And in Outlander, they filmed in the in the bottom of it. Uh, it was supposed to be the hospital when they were in France.
0: So not one of our favorite
1: seasons out of Scotland, but uh, where they were, where Claire was always working in that hospital or yeah. So that was the bottom of that church. So, I mean, in a way I was like, oh, okay, it's an outlander related thing. This is kind of cool, but I mean, otherwise there was, there weren't many, uh, attractions for me I have
0: yeah say. I was
1: just really sad because then I was by myself and I knew the end was near so. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah and we've been daydreaming and talking about Scotland and gifting each other tartan gifts ever since
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and when, when was that now 2019 that was
0: 2019 that was, yeah two years ago yeah yeah, yeah so two, it's like two years this fall 2022 fall will be three years so yeah yes. The memories are uh, oh, yeah. are fresh as ever though, because I think about it all the time.
1: <laughs> I <don't know> <laughs> yeah. um,
0: so if i if I'm recommending um if you're going to Scotland, I would recommend you know, Edinburgh for sure. Um, you could even base yourself in Edinburgh and then sort of drive out a bit um, or just go to Glencoe. Uh, i think I think that's what we want to do the next time we go. Um, if you have a lot of time, sky is unbelievable i mean the lance it's you know you look at pictures and it looks amazing and it it is like i mean there's there's nothing like it but it is a journey to get there so if you are on some limited time uh that is something to consider we kind of we didn't mind it because we you know it was an adventure in and of itself the driving and again thanks to Miriam for driving because i wasn't gonna do that so <laughs> um she did a good job although i think like uh fiona our car had some damage when you brought it back to the rental place
1: yeah yeah i brought her back and they were kind of like so were you in the highlands and i was like (laughs) yes and they were like yes right
0: so so maybe you get like like a four-wheel drive vehicle like we had it was like a sedan like it was not like it wasn't like meant to be like going where we went yeah
1: So the thing is to be to really think, you know, where you're gonna go. Because my on my first trip with my mom, it was a it was like an SUV, right? Which for those small roads and things like that, and being in the city, it's not the right thing to drive because they're old roads, you know. It's an old city, everything's kind of small. So I we thought, you know, we'll get a small car, like. But then again, it wasn't really the best for this cross country trip that we took. So. Um, so it's right. going to be yeah. so, so that would be study.
0: something to consider. Yeah. So as we uh let me think as we wrap up if there's anything else um um I guess I, like what I, we talked about this a little bit in the beginning but I mean um when we think of like Scottish culture things like that like what are the what is what is the thing about it that to you that like inspires so much like wonder? Like, what do you, what do you get out of that? Like, what is it specifically about? Uh, Is it the landscape? Is it the, the people? Is it the history? Like, what is it that, um, that really inspires you?
1: So I would say first the history and what the Scottish people have had to go through, what the Scottish culture has gone through, the language, how it was almost wiped out, you know, And their resilience, uh, the fact that they're still there, they still have their language. They, we saw it on the signs, you know, every sign has English and Gaelic. you know, it has all of it. Um, So I love that they're, they're strong, you know, they're rebels at heart. They're strong, they're tough, you know, you, you know, till now, you know, so they've really gone through a lot in history and I, and I value that about them a lot. Um, And then aside from that, I, it's. It's really everything. People like here have asked me, my own family members have asked me why, like, why, why do you have this obsession? And I it's like, where do you want me to start? The food. I love the food. I know, you know, that part of the world isn't necessarily known for its cuisine, but I love it. It's it's hearty, it keeps you warm, it suits the climate, you know, a place that's generally cold. Um, their clothes, you know, we we have them, the wool sweaters and the things like that that are gonna keep you nice and warm. The hospitality which we also experience the people are so friendly so nice so hospitable um and then of course the music the bagpipes I mean I could listen to those all day long so it's just all of it sort of comes together to me and I just it's so wholesome it just makes me feel um wonderful I don't know I love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there's really nothing I could add to that because I would just say ditto to like everything you said and just yeah that's just I think that it just, yeah, it just, it fascinates me and also just makes me like excited about life and just makes me want to learn more and hike more and just like go to these, the, you know, um, And I brought up a few times just like sort of the extremeness of the climate, I think, reflects sort of this like raw, like sort of rugged experience of life. And this sort of like you said, these this rebellious spirit that is definitely still alive and well in Scotland. There's still discussions and, uh, you know, about Scottish independence, if that's going to happen or not. People have different opinions about that. But I mean, there's there is this sort of fighting spirit there. And I think that uh, that that's sort of the the beautiful awfulness of the climate which i love which anybody who listens to this podcast knows if it's hot out you'll hear me ranting about how much i hate it but <laughs> <so> <laughs> the climate you know um Mar- Mariam miriam is more she can she can go anywhere she's happy she's more she's happy in hot weather too um but uh yeah so obviously i love that but um yeah, this was this was really fun to reminisce about Scotland. And I hope maybe it inspired somebody to take a trip and uh, learn some more, learn some more about the history. Um and uh yeah, I, I certainly had fun. It makes me want to go buy a plane ticket right now. But
1: <laughs> Me too. Me too. One day we'll get back there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get back there. We will. All right. Well, thank you so much, Miriam, for for chatting and uh and thank cheers you. and slantcha. <laughs> here there is something more than just a transient experience.
1: It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then
0: God said, let there be light. The mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing.